Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun in sports betting. And that machine gun is my bookie. Whether you are new to online sports betting or a seasoned pro, my bookie strives to give you the absolute best online betting experience. And the good news is that my bookie is in a giving mood this holiday season. Sign up now. Make your deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. And my bookie will match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. You put in 200 you get an extra $100 to play with. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. It's not just winter season, it is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, I hear you're uh, becoming a therapist now. I'm becoming a therapist. I, I will get into it, I guess, in, uh, in, the, in the recap. But yeah, I have a lot of my jets friends here in jersey uh, messaging me on the ledge i have to talk them off the ledge some some of them i'm pushing off the ledge i'm I'm telling them yeah it's probably a good idea that you just jump Uh, your life's really not that great anyway (laughs) um but yeah listen i have mixed feelings i will go into the recap of the jets rams game when we get to it but overall i mean yeah i'm taking solace in the fact that uh, that it was the rams (laughs) that possibly cost trevor lawrence to the Jets. So uh, a couple of things. Well, one is you're welcome, Trevor. You're welcome. You don't have to uh, live in Jersey and uh, play for the Jets. Uh, and two, uh, for, for what it's worth, the Rams are still in the playoff hunt. So it's, you know, it's not catastrophic, but yeah, it sucks. It sucks being the team that lost to the fucking Jets. It should have been the Raiders. We know that. I miss Greg Williams. Where yeah. was he at? Yeah. Good back, Greg. What's going on, Panther? <laughs> Oh, man, just the Jets, the Jets. You know, I, I wrote down my seven points, and I, I I didn't even touch that game because I figured Max would probably beat it down pretty pretty bad. But um, I got to, I'm got i still confused on the whole standings thing because from what I can tell, if the Jets still lose their last two, they still have the number one pick from, from what I've seen. So I'm going to explain these NFL rules and who actually is in last place to me. But, um Man, my the Rams actually cost me in my real fantasy league because that defense. Mm-hmm. God damn, God damn, like two fucking points. Are you serious? Like, uh man, I don't care who won or lost that game. But but man, I think we teased the idea of hey, somebody jump on the uh, Jets with the money line. You could have got really paid on that game. <laughs> Richard, did you jump on it? I wish I would have. No, I was another one that fell victim fantasy wise to that Rams defense and. I'm really still hating Keenan Allen. He literally cost me at least $1,000. I don't think I can dislike anybody more than a man who jumps in the camera and says, don't sit me to fantasy players and then costs you $1,000. I, I, I don't know. Well, at least now the NBA season's coming. Hopefully uh, that karma will rebound and I, I, I'll, I'll do better. Yeah. It's not going to be a good DFS show this week, guys. I'm I, like I just I not only did my my uh, daily fantasy uh, just get absolutely smashed because of Jared Goff's ugly fucking face, uh, 
but my 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 standard league, I'm done. Like I, I lost my, uh, my I'm, uh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I lost my uh, my playoff uh, matchup. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Th- thanks a lot, Rams defense. Appreciate it. I need I need 21 points from Smith Schuster. Do I have a chance? No. That's kind of <laughs> it's the Bengals. <laughs> you got you got three weeks to make up those points. <laughs> no, maybe <laughs> need them need them tonight. Right, Max got some points to talk about. No, America is waiting to hear them. Yeah, I know. Uh, start off with that. Jets Rams game, and as Rich mentioned, Jet, Jet, Jets win, Jets lose, and nobody, no, nobody thought that the Jets would win this weekend. Uh, beating the Rams would have been one of the biggest upsets upsets in NFL history. By kickoff, LA was favored in some books by eighteen plus points, but they did not look like the better team yesterday. They were out coached. They were outplayed on both offense and defense and special teams. The the offense, I I was saying this, is like it continues to stall out. It's hard not to look at Jared Goff and just not get furious at his nonchalant facial expressions when his team is losing. I do not think the Rams can win a Super Bowl with him as quarterback. And uh, you guys have been saying I'm critical of Jared Goff, but I think yesterday proved my point. The guy's not a winner. He does not have the winning spirit. He does not have what he doesn't have that killer instinct. Just what is needed to win a game, he doesn't have it. He puts up gaudy numbers at times because of the function of the game playing, the game planning by McVay, exploiting weaker teams. But that didn't happen this weekend. The weaker team played much better on both sides of the field. When it mattered, the Jets made the defensive stops that they needed to. They got the first downs that they needed to win the game. That gore, that gore first down at the end of the game. That's that's solidified the win the Rams couldn't make a play like that third quarter is when their offense finally decided to show up now for LA the playoffs are not guaranteed at this point they have Seattle and Arizona to close out the season Rams could once again be nine and seven on the outside looking into the playoffs I take solace in the fact that the win of course dropped the Jets to number two in the draft because with two weeks left, the Jaguars, if they lose out, they get the number one based off of uh, playoff uh, by, by strength of schedule or, strength of schedule. or, or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, so they have a 74% chance of landing the top spot right now. And I don't think the Jaguars are losing another game. So, Jets, congratulations on your win. I hope it was worth it. Point number two, we'll call this one leasts. That's multiple. Leasts of the East. NFC East still a goddamn mess after a weekend that saw three of their four teams lose. The only winning team, congrats, Rich, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, leapfrogged the Giants in the standings, now set as number two in the NFC East after beating the 49ers. Washington almost beat Seattle, but came up short. And I guess the same could be said about Philly, who came up short against another NFC West team out in Arizona. The only team that looked completely ineffective was the Giants. Uh, New York lost to the Browns 20-6 to in the Sunday night game. Just could not do anything. Colt McCoy was not an upgrade from Daniel Jones. That team's, that team's got some concerns now. Washington, of course, still has the inside edge to win the East as they have Carolina and Philly left on their schedule. Dallas closes out the season with Philly and the Giants. 
Giants play the Ravens next week. That could be it. That could be all she wrote for the Giants. And then they play the Cowboys in the finale. So, as I said, it is a mess. Who knows what's going to happen in the East. But for Arch, as long as it's not Philly winning at, what, 6-9-1. and one, uh, No. To win the NFC East, then, you know, that's 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 his, uh, his hope and prayer right now. Point number three, we can finally say it. Panther, we can finally say it. And it was... It was one of his own guys that did it. Flores buries the hoodie. Patriots were eliminated from the playoffs. Former Patriots coach was the one to do it. Dolphins beat the Pats 22-12. to The loss broke a 11-season streak of playoff appearances by the Patriots. 2008 was the last time that they did not make the playoffs, and they still had 10 wins that year. It was a year that uh, Tom Brady got injured. Only in 2020 can we say that the Spurs and the Patriots did not make the playoffs. Of course, 2020. Thank you. New England needs to find themselves a quarterback in the offseason. We know that the Cam Newton experiment was fun for a little bit, but it's over. It's over. They got to find a quarterback. <laughs> and not to say that Cam was bad this week. He wasn't bad, but he also didn't throw for a touchdown. And every time it mattered, he seemed to come up a little bit short. Patriots once again solved the rookie quarterback, but forgot how to defend the, the run. <laughs> It's a good rush defense. They gave up 250 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. <laughs> I think for the Dolphins, the future looks pretty bright. Even if Tua is not the answer at quarterback, and it's still undetermined whether he is or isn't, but even if he's not, this is an emerging defense. They've got a slew of draft picks coming up. Miami is a dangerous, dangerous team. Point number four, the Chiefs came marching in. In a possible preview of the Super Bowl, the Chiefs left the Superdome as winners. Their offense looked complete. I will say the word complete. It wasn't just the Mahomes show. They actually ran the ball. Andy Reid's like, oh, yeah, I've got running backs. Let me let me see what they can do. All that aside, I think the most important thing that you can walk away from is the Chiefs defense came up big. Now, it wasn't a flawless performance. But whenever they needed to make a stop, whenever they needed to make a big tackle, they did it. The defense showed up. For Drew Brees, it was a decent return. He threw for 234 yards, three touchdowns. But Legereus Sneed, man, was he was he the MVP for the Chiefs yesterday? Seriously, I think so. Man. Other than the interception, it, he was broke up how many plays? Like, Brees should have had a bigger game if it wasn't for Sneed. But Sneed just seemed to be all over the field, getting a hand on the ball when Ever he had to, so uh, good win by the Chiefs, and they now control their destiny in the AFC. Point number five, Falcon's going to Falcon, right? God (laughs) damn it. (laughs) Up 17-0 at the half. Absolutely dominating the Bucs yesterday. Matt Ryan shredding the Bucs secondary. He ended the game with 365 yards, three touchdowns. But as we've all seen this season with the Falcons, leads mean absolutely nothing. Tampa Bay clawed their way back, won the game 31-27. Must have given uh, Ryan some flashbacks, right? For PTSD. (laughs) Brady-led team come from behind, win at the half. Uh, Antonio Brown got in on the fun. He got his first touchdown of the season, and it was that 46-yard bomb of a TD that kind of capped off the day. 390 yards, two touchdowns for the 43-year-old Tom Brady. The win did not clinch a playoff spot for the Bucs, but it puts them in the driver's seat. They got the Lions 
next week. They got a rematch against the Falcons as their last game of the season. So, and honestly, with consecutive losses by the Saints, the NFC South isn't out of the question either. So, uh, there you go. Tampa Bay Bucks still in it. Point number six. You know who else is still in it? Chicago Bears. Ooh. 33 to 27 win over the Vikings yesterday. The Bears only need one more win on the season to be at least a push on the preseason win total of eight. No Panthers jumping for joy there. Bears face the Jaguars next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, anything's possible, right? I mean, the right. Jets beat the Rams. Anything's possible. But I don't think the Jacksonville Jaguars are dumb enough to try to win a game this season. So I think the Bears at least get a push on the win total of eight. You got the Packers in the last game of the season, and it's it, it all depends, right? The Green Bay, if they have the number one seed clinched, you know that it becomes an easier game for uh, the Bears. If Green Bay's still jockeying with the Saints or the Seahawks for a first round bye, I think the Bears' chances of getting a playoff spot, but more importantly, of me getting paid on my season win total is is a lot slimmer. Vikings defense, man. I mean, just, God, well, what a bad defense. We 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 not we knocked the Cowboys defense, but. Are the Vikings any much better? Uh, Chicago once again scored 30 points, and I call it the Trubisky effect. Not because Trubisky is is lights out. He's good. He's been good, but he hasn't been lights out. What has happened, though, is they've been running the ball. They've been game planning to run the ball, and Dave Montgomery uh, Montgomery has been giving him ROI on those. You're giving him run plays, he's making it happen. Uh, 146 yards, two touchdowns. Montgomery's third straight really good game. Now, Minnesota's not dead in the playoff hunt, but the Bears and Arizona both in front of them. So it does look like Kirk will have some extra time in the offseason to figure out how to squander the millions of dollars the Vikings are paying him for mediocrity. Extra point here, King Henry's quest for 2,000. Derek Henry ran for 147 yards yesterday. In many ways, it was disappointing. He should have 200-plus yards on that Lions defense. (laughs) Uh, But it puts him closer to the 2K mark. He has... 1,679 yards on the year. So with two games left, he needs to average about 160 yards per game. uh, Titans play the Packers next week, and then the Texans to close out the season. Uh, Green Bay's rush defense, pretty good. Ranks 11th, only giving up 110 rushing yards per game. But Houston, (laughs) Houston ranks 31st. They give up an average of 150.5 rushing yards per game. So, uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for Henry to hit the 2K mark, but the Titans, they're they're trying to make the playoffs. They're trying to win the AFC South. I don't anticipate Henry slowing down anytime soon. Even if he doesn't make the 2K mark, it's been a hell of a year for the King, but if if you had to say uh, you know, place a bet on Henry getting 2000 yards, I I would do it. That is Max's touchdown for the week. All right, Panther. What are your thoughts from yesterday? Well, I'll probably end up with about a field goal because um Max covered quite a bit of the things that I want to talk about, but you know, number one, we talk about the chiefs finally did decide to run the ball, but now Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has a high ankle sprain. He'll miss the the rest of the regular season. So it'll be the Le'Veon Bell show the rest of the way until they get at least get to the playoffs and maybe that extra week off with the bye. Um, You know, point number two, people want to call him try hard, but here's the thing. Nobody can cover Travis Kelsey. Like you know he's going to get his targets. You know he's going to get his touches, and nobody has an answer for him. So uh, people can knock him all they want, but uh, even when Mahomes is getting hit, throwing a wounded duck of a pass, Kelsey still catches it and turns it into a first down. Uh, no answer there for Kelsey. 
point number three, you know, the stats, I guess the end of the line with the yardage and the, the uh, touchdowns look good, but he was actually incredibly inefficient, um, throwing for less than 50%. And surprisingly, the Saints threw the ball as much as they did without Michael Thomas and didn't really do, do much with their running game, uh, only losing by three points when you don't have your number one receiver and you really didn't run the ball, I'd almost put that as a win for the Saints. Breeze will play better. That was his, you know, getting some rust off um, before, you know, finishing up the season. But um, I, I think Breeze will play better in the Saints. That's almost a win. We might see that again in uh, first week of February. Uh, point number four, the Titans are probably the most balanced and dangerous team. Um, the Tannehill is probably the reason I might actually lose my fantasy matchup this week. Well, all apologies to the Rams defense, but Derrick Henry has no regard or respect for opposing defenses. Once again, he one handed shoved another guy six feet under the earth with a stiff arm. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that play, but Derrick Henry just no, no regard for these defensive backs who are trying to tackle him. He just shoves them to the side. Like, uh, like they're just a, a paperweight. Uh, number five, Max touched on it. All of a sudden, the Bears can run the ball. Like, where has this been all all season long? Um, you know, and Trubisky's starting to save his job. I, I don't think he's, you know, going to be Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes, but the, the stats are what they are, and the Bears win with Trubisky under center. Um, it makes you wonder what they would have done if he would have been in those four games that Foles was in there because um, – He's not flashy, but the Bears clearly are a better team with Trubisky, man in the helm. Speaking of quarterbacks in trouble, we'll go to number six. Jalen Hurts threw the ball 44 times yesterday, goes for 338, three touchdowns, no picks. Carson Wentz is probably out of a job. I know he says he doesn't want to be a backup, but um, I don't know if – we might have to start talking about landing places for Carson Wentz, but uh, Jalen Hurts keeps playing like that. Carson Wentz is out of a job. Point number seven, another guy that I know we've had questions coming into the season. And I don't know if you guys watched last night's game. It's not necessarily the stats. It's just the way he played. Baker Mayfield looked confident, accurate, like he was in complete control of that offense. Um, I, I mean, one of the things I look at when I'm looking at quarterbacks is just their demeanor. And, and Max brings it up when he talks about Jared Goff. Mayfield last night, at least, was the complete opposite. He was just absolutely in control of that offense. Only had five incompletions for the whole night. Um, 300 yards, two touches. Um, Browns are a dangerous team. Um, they look pretty good. So those are my seven points. Hey, Rich, wake up. You got any thoughts? Yeah, I was kind of sleeping there. <laughs> a couple quick things. I think Buffalo right now kind of go. looks as good as anybody. Yes. It seems like they're peaking at the right time. And <clears throat> the same Falcons, you know, folding Falcons, they can get a lead and then they fold at the end. And what can I say about Mitchell Trubisky? The, the coaches should have listened to me from the beginning and never even bothered with foals. Again, I don't think Trubisky's bad. I think he's actually a pretty good quarterback. Problem is he doesn't really have any downfield weapons. They need to address that, and I think you'll get the most out of Trubisky. What's $15 million worth? That's how much Zeke makes per year. When they announced that he was out, the line only moved a half a point. So <laughs> you know what that $15 million is worth. That's a whole, We I, could project on that, Rich. We could base a uh, salary, your total salary, and then convert it to points. 
<laughs> with Zeke's salary, it apparently ain't worth shit. Neither is his performance on the field. I mean, look, it, Pollard actually can make some big plays. Something Zach is le- uh, Zeke is uh, lacking big plays. But he's not lacking big plates, though, I can tell you that. And then McVay, you know, everybody chalks this guy up to be the smartest coach in the NFL. I, You're down three. If you really think you have the better team, you're fourth. You got a chance to make a, a you know, kick a tying field goal and you don't take it. Is that a concession from McVay that he felt like the Rams weren't the better team that day? That's just unforgivable, I think, as a coaching decision. And then finally, you know, the hoodie – the hoodie's got some dirt on and he's done. Carson Wentz to New England, I think, is the answer to your question, Pam. Mm. That's it for me, bro. Was it uh, for McVay? That was more of an indictment on his kicker, wasn't it? No, I think it's an indictment on his decision-making. I mean, you're paying the guy to make field goals. If he misses the field goal, he misses the field goal, but it's still the right decision. If you feel like you have the better team, uh, you kick the field goal, you tie the game, you're at home – if your defense can't get one stop, I mean, they couldn't in the end, but if you can't stop Sam Darnold and Frank Gore with <laughs> James Glover one time, what the hell? I mean, it's just an indictment, I think, on what he feels like the rest of his team is like. I, I think it's more on the kicker. They, they've had kicking problems all year. It's been well documented. Uh, I don't disagree with you, Rich, though. I, I think he saw that offense and, he, you know, he, he, wanted to, he wanted to hope that they could make a big play. Um, but in the same sense, I think he, I think he was nervous all around. Uh, he, the defense, defense didn't play a bad game. The, the defense was okay, right? They were put in bad situations. The special teams sucked yesterday. Uh, the offense put the, put the defense in, in terrible situations. Um, that opening drive, uh, but the Gase, Gase I, I trash the guy all the time. Gase is possibly one of the best coaches when it comes to an opening drive. In, in, in the NFL. And then after that, everything falls apart. Like he plans one good play a game and it's that first, play, that first <laughs> drive, you know, and then it falls apart. Uh, yeah. I, I think, you know, he didn't trust his kicker, but sadly he trusted Jared Goff more than his kicker. And that's what mm. cost him because you can't tr- trust Jared Goff. I'm sorry. But he also didn't trust his defense, right? Even if you do miss the field goal, you should trust your defense to make a stop right there and get the ball back. So he didn't trust anything on his team. Well, I, I think he trusts his defense because, I mean, you, you go for it on fourth down, you're, you're trusting your defense that they're going to get the stop. No matter what, you're trusting yeah, your defense. I guess. Yeah. But he's still, to me, it's a bad decision. It's a, it's You you play for the tie at home, you play for the win on the road. That's That's been the way the NFL's gone for thousands of years. It's, <laughs> it's the right thing to do. All right. Max, if I wanted to uh, bet on any of these games or the Monday Night Football game, where would I trust? Yep, head over to my bookie. It is the sports book to trust with the Christmas holiday now four days away. Jesus Christ, uh, my bookie going to be in the giving mood. Got N- NBA starting tomorrow, right? Oh, oh, oh. oh my god, uh, the, my book is going to have some deals. They're going to be having some deals up their sleeves, so keep an eye out because for a sports book that is supposed to be in the business of making money. They've been giving it away this holiday season. It's just one of the reasons I've been rolling with my bookie this season. Fact is, if you're going to bet on the NFL or NBA or any of these sports, you're going to do it over there. You deserve to bet with the best. Make your deposit now using promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. My book is going to match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. So you got $200, deposit it, 
You get an X $100 to play with. It is that simple. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support Degeneracy at the same time. That is promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. It's not just winter season. It's winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGEN's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, so there is a Monday night football game today. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to Cincinnati. Uh, Pittsburgh opened up minus 12 and a half. They were 13 for the longest time. Now it's 14 and a half. Pittsburgh's lost two in a row. And I think they should be able to stop the bleeding this week against the Bengals. But if yesterday showed us anything, <laughs> nothing is a slam dunk in this league. <laughs> Steelers have already clinched a playoff spot in the AFC, but they find themselves now behind the Chiefs for the top seed in in the AFC, and they're still trying to hold off the Browns, who are ten and four, and right there behind them. For the Bengals, it's it's all about draft picks at this point. Trying to build a team around Joe Burrow whenever he returns. Cincinnati's now lost five in a row. Three of those have been with Brandon Allen leading the way, and they don't even have Brandon Allen this week. It's uh, going to be a uh, Ryan Fit Finley is going to come in and try to win the game. Uh, most recent loss that the Bengals experienced as the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> vying for the NFC East now. Uh, it was that, that blowout loss last week to the Cowboys that saw Allen get injured. Add this all up, and you're saying there's there's no way that the Bengals have a chance here. The Steelers should be favored by two touchdowns plus. I'm just concerned by this Pittsburgh offense. Ben has regressed week to week. He's no longer that MVP candidate that Rich thought he was. He's no longer even the comeback player of the year <laughs> that we thought he was. Uh, it's just the offense has not been clicking. Panther was joking if, if uh, Smith Schuster can get 21 points <laughs> in fantasy. I, I don't even, I'm, not, I'm not even sure if Big Ben gets 21 points for you tonight. Uh, they'll be good enough to win, but I have this game a lot closer 
than what it appears to be. I'm going to bet the Bengals. I'm going to take these points. Oh. I, I, I think that the Bengals can, can keep it within two touchdowns. Yeah, the Steelers have problems. Um, you know, we we talked about it before the losses that they they were kind of a mirage of they weren't as good as the record indicated. And now the Bengals are kind of the speed bump in front of two more. I mean, they kind of have two playoff games before the playoffs. They got the Colts next week and they end the season with the Browns. Um, so can the Steelers get caught looking ahead? because of that schedule, like just kind of dismiss the Bengals. I think it's a very, very dangerous game for the Steelers. And I know a lot of people are going to be thinking, Oh my God, look what happened with the jets and the Rams yesterday. It could happen tonight. It, it probably won't happen, but the Steelers just have not been dominant on either side of the ball. The, the Pittsburgh defense has been gotten to, they can't run the ball. Ben has really regressed in the last few weeks, passing the ball. I don't, I, it's not going to take a lot. The The whole Joe Mixon being out for the Bengals, Giovanni Bernard has done absolutely nothing with that job. Um, I don't know if the Bengals really score or score much tonight. I don't know if they even get to 10 points. Pittsburgh probably cover this, but I'm going to lean Pittsburgh, but this is a dangerous game for them. The um, Bengals have averaged scoring 10 points per game over the last five games. <laughs> I think they only broke 10 once uh, in that time frame. So the question is, if you think the Steelers can't win, I don't know, they got to get 11 points. I think they're going to get 11 points. Question is, can they score 24, 25 points against the Bengals defense? I mean, you think they should be able to do so. But when you look back at the last 10 games, these two teams have played Pittsburgh's only top 25, four out of the last 10. That's too many points for me. I'm not going to bet the Cincinnati Bengals. You would have to be crazy to do so. I'm just going to lean them. Going to lean the Bungles. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm leaning Cincinnati as well. It's a lot of points. My hesitation is I, I wonder if uh, Pittsburgh comes out and decides to make an example of Cincinnati. If they come out guns a-blazing, well, as best they can, you know, and, and just absolutely run all over Cincinnati. And it, it seems plausible. Although the total of 40 and a half, Max, makes me wonder if it's not plausible. Uh, listen, I think I'm still on the under here. <laughs> Steelers 21, Bengals 14. I think this is a total of 35. I will bet the under. I I don't know. Again, I'm, 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 maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe this, is, this is the week that, that you know, the Steelers kind of flex their muscles a bit against an in, inferior team and, and say, hey, no, we're for real. Look at us. We can beat up on the Bengals. But they got to prove me. They got to prove that to me because uh, we've seen cracks in, in the armor for a long time in, in, in the season for the Steelers. Those cracks exploded the last two weeks. And a close win over the Bengals this week would uh, certainly make the Chiefs quite happy going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't see the Bengals doing much on offense. I, I, like I said, I don't think they get to the 10. Even if they do get to 10, 24 to 10 seems kind of like what I'm looking at. So I'm on the under as well. I'll lean the under. You're going to lean it. Got it. Even if Pittsburgh scores 30 points, maybe they, even if they scored 32, you might not get enough from Cincinnati to go over. But that seems like such a low number for an NFL game that doesn't include the Pan, uh, the uh, the Patriots and the Dolphins. I, I'm 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I just feel like I'm, I'm going to <laughs> lean the over. Feeling very confident, Rich. I can hear it in your voice. Yeah, this is a game I won't be watching. Yeah, I'm going to lean the over as well. And, uh, you know, if you're betting totals out there, Max and Richard are the ones to be listening to right now. Not Panther or I. Oh, we're not doing so hot on the totals. So Max is going to bet the under. Maybe that's the play right there since Rich couldn't decide. And, you know, who knows? I mean, Big Ben might be playing for a Patriots contract. They like to they like to sign, you know, has-been quarterbacks over there. And maybe, maybe this is a statement game from Roethlisberger. Look at me, Belichick. Get one year's with me. Oh, God. No, but I think no. he likes the Pittsburgh food better. I mean, it's meat and potatoes. It's, you know, clam chowder up there. So I think he's likely to stay in Pittsburgh. Well, yeah. They also have that, you know. No, never mind. I was going to make a joke, but it's the wrong state. Never mind. All right. We recap the games. We made our bets. Max, that is it. That is it. Support Degeneracy by buying our T-shirts, our hats, our coffee mugs, all that shit. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Go to the DGEN shop and make sure to download the DGEN's app for Android iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. Listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. If you're watching us on face uh, on Facebook or, or YouTube, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. No matter where you listen to us or watch us at, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Rich, final words. Yes. And when you come to the website, make sure that you register. Uh, today, I will have a probably one of the reasons why people don't like soccer picks on the website. So make sure you come check that out. Tie. A fucking tie. A tie. Uh, I, when I ran through the numbers, it said the two teams have like a 45% chance to tie, which uh. is, and then when you look at the lines, it was one of the better lines. So yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be picking a tie today. So you're going to want to come to the website and hell, you're going to want to tell your friends about it and tell them, head on over to absolute degeneracy. So you can bet a tie and make money and make sure you tell them that on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however it is you communicate Friends don't let friends bet ties without absolute generosity. All right, Panther, it's your turn to take us home, my man. Oh, time to take us home. We got NBA tomorrow. So pumped for that. Did my NBA fantasy draft over the weekend. Um, I took that geriatric LeBron, so it's a little bittersweet since I'm not a big LeBron lover. But fantasy-wise, hey, he puts up numbers. But uh, you guys know the deal. You're getting on the website. You're getting on the app. Getting the social degeneracy. Shooting the shit with us. Let us know what you did yesterday. What you're going to do tonight when it's all said and done, kids. It's all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.